That's a nice fluffy tail you have there on your lap, Bobby. Yeah, this is my friend. Hey, Ian. Say hello. You gonna show Biz? Biz is way less camera shy than Pepsi. In fact, he loves screens. So we got him a ga game on the iPad that's got mice on it, and you, oh, they the chase it. The, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They like to catch the mice, and it makes the noise. And like we, we put that on um, on the TV sometimes for Pepsi, and um, and she's like trying to find out where the noise is coming from. She doesn't attack it really quickly. She just stares at it forever, and then eventually tries to check it out. Um, but she looks a lot behind the TV to see where the hell did the mice go. Yeah. So Katie put it on her phone as well. And he just batted the phone around. He was like, where's that? Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something they would do. Yes. Ian but now, For the, now he's screaming. He's a beautiful, nice, one of those orange and, and white cats. Super yeah, he's, ginger. he's a ginger boy. You were saying something? Um, yeah, he's just screen obsessed now, though, because now he thinks that game's on everything. To the point where a few weeks ago, I was watching AEW on there, and I've got a picture of uh, just his paw on Scorpio Sky's ass where he was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> just touch it. Where is this yeah. noise coming from? Sounds like a rat. Oh, it's just Sammy Guevara. <laughs> uh, you, um, you look with a different tone of face or, or tone of skin. Getting a lot of sun. My man just went to Spain, spent his entire bank holiday in Spain. I did. It was lovely. The sun was out for most of it. First day was a bit miserable, but then the sun came out. And uh, yesterday, fell asleep on a beach. It was lovely. <laughs> Sent you a picture. You did. You did. Uh, and you like that. <laughs> just of the beach, not of the, the sleeping. That would be yes. weird. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Gladly. Uh, and uh, and uh, um, yeah, so like while you were in in Spain, getting some sun, I actually last time we talked here, I um, I was I talked about like finding out about like, like these shows, YouTube uh, shows that people like playing D and D, and and I'm like getting obsessed with it. And truth is, in the past two weeks, I've actually seen the entire season of uh, Fantasy High, one of the, the, the one that I found out, uh, the, like the the first season from Dimension 20 that Brandon Mulligan runs. And I am I am all in. David Francisco, tough guy, you know, slap you really hard, David Francisco. Is multi, has multi sides, you know, we're, we're multi, what's the word? Um, Multidimensional, you know? One day I'm, I'm knocking Matt Kurt out with the palm of my hand, the other day, I'm chilling in the kitchen, <laughs> cooking and listening to people pretend to be goblins and wizards and mags. It was so fun. It made me cry. The thing is, like, it's a great story, right? It's great storytelling. And it actually made me cry. And um, well, it's a shame that you're not into it, Bobby, because you'd... Uh, I want to see you sob. <laughs> I've got two points on this. One... Do them while uh, I, uh, I, I need to... I, I'm just going to leave this in. I don't care. I need to put my charger on the computer, so I'm going to fill up the the era for two minutes. Go ahead. The first one was I walked into, uh, actually, into our office. Actually, right here. I thought I had to go get it, but it's actually like it's just a 20-second process. Uh, I didn't. I'm going to just like, there you go. It's done. You didn't have to fill it up. There you go. It's just good because that way people don't have to hear whatever you're going to say. Hi, everyone. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> you're such a freak. Um, I walked into our office while you were... Uh, the purpose office, if you will, while you were uh, editing some content for the 
for the company. Well, I thought you were editing content. I look, come in, and on your computer screen is uh, some people playing D&D, so. <laughs> yes, uh, I I was hard at work with other stuff, but while I, I don't know, I was just like, sometimes when I'm doing other stuff, I just like to be listening to something, just have a show in the background. Sometimes I have my own shows in the background just to check uh, <laughs> what, like, just the content and stuff that I want to do and need to do, but I've been obsessed with this. I've been, like, hyper-focusing on this. It's ridiculous. I just, all the other stuff that I, my South Park viewing has stopped. You know, haven't got oh, to the park in a while. You're so close to catching up. Yes, yes, and I want to like finish it, right? But I this took priority now. Until I finish everything related to the one campaign that I saw, I'm I'm gonna continue this. And this episode is like 90 minutes, you know, which makes me think. I wonder if <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, right? Uh, um, okay. Yeah. So. I wonder if we can make it work where once a month I get together with people that are both like wrestlers but have some interest in in like D&D's games and we play something similar but instead of being like like magic and rogues and whatever is like high flyers and powerhouses and you know it's like I, it's I... it's it's the same dynamic but it's wrestling ability and wrestling moves and stuff as opposed to be still with like using that in the context of a campaign, an adventure. Um, yeah, there it is. It's brewing in back in my mind. But I said it here first publicly so that if anyone takes the idea, um, then we all know that I had the idea first. Unless it's done already. If it's done already, then I didn't hear it. it I, it's creative parallel or parallel well, there, creativity. Sorry. There is a certain zesty wrestler who has mm. 20 side merch. Ooh. Ooh, I'm gonna. I want to call her right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, do it. I had an idea. <laughs> Let's do this. I had an idea. Oh, oh. She's got twenty-sided dies on it, so she must be a fan. And did I talk last week about my obsession with dice? It's the one thing I don't have a dice collection, but it's the one thing that I've ever collected. I, I probably I'll likely have the dice collection at home. Um, the one thing that I've collected is dice. A home is in in Portugal, right? Uh, in my the home that I grew in, uh, the one thing that I've had of a collection is dice, and if I if I <laughs> if I keep going down this rabbit hole, there's a lot of money that's going to be spent on really cool dice, or, or really cool die, which I don't get how the plural of dice is die, but here we are. Uh, me either. Um, a couple of big purpose fans, uh, at least one of them is a dungeon master. I know that, so he may be worth talking to. <laughs> um. I do not envy the role, you know, being a dungeon master. But <laughs> So here's the another thing as well. I think it's also been very interesting and fun because the people that I'm watching playing are actors, improvisers, comedians, storytellers, you know? So like they have certain, their skills, the skills that they have for work are just being used in a different context, but they're also fit. You know, I'm pretty sure that not every game, like the game itself is not fun just for the game itself. You know what I mean? It's going to be, yeah. there's a certain element of uh, how entertaining you are playing the game that is making me enjoy watching these people play the game very much. But I, 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 think, I can think of a handful of the purpose roster who would be great to watch play something like that. I, I can want imagine. to see, go ahead. I can imagine you, Clementine, obviously, uh, Mad Kurt, the OJMO, like 
<laughs> I was going to say that more than that, I want to see the people that wouldn't have any interest in playing it, it like going to it and just completely destroying the game. Long, <laughs> you know, the winner is the one that endures it the most. You know, yeah. put in front of them the geekiest dungeon master and see which one of them endures it the most. <laughs> I don't know, Bobby. Well, I don't I, know. Why am I now thinking of Jordan Brakes and Nico Angelo? <laughs> yes. They'll, uh, they would love you. You don't know. You don't know. Actually, Jordan might be, you know, Jordan is a, a, a big, like, pop culture guy. Um, I have unreleased videos when I was going to launch Purpose of... Uh, and uh, it was like a few promos that I recorded with a few with a few wrestlers, like on location in London. Eventually, I changed strategy a little bit, so like those promos did not make sense anymore in the the strategy that we had. But the one that so basically, like we went to places, right? I recorded in Chiswick, Riverside, obviously, um, and we went to places that would kind of make sense for the wrestlers that we were recording promos with, to to like kind of like give their manifesto, put it that way. And Jordan, we did it at uh, Forbidden Planet, right in front of Forbidden Planet. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. okay. It proves I just don't. I, yeah, I don't know Jordan breaks as well as maybe I should. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Poker purpose, straight in with the work. Yeah, you know, but then to be fair, like <laughs> setup is tight. We need to be focused on what we're doing. We don't have a yeah. lot of time. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the David Francisco podcast. I'm David Francisco with me, Bobby Davis, to uh, be someone that I talk with, so that I'm not just here talking to myself on this microphone. I got a lot of great feedback from the episode last week. Um, I want to thank everyone who sent me a message. And, uh, and just in general gave me feedback on it. And apparently a lot of people listen to the podcast more than I expected, um, and which is pretty cool. And, uh, and they all enjoyed how there was a lot of people excited with the fact that I discovered Dimension 20, the YouTube channel and the, the rabbit hole this is going to take me on, you know. And there's probably a lot more people excited about the, um, the conversation that uh, we just had, you know. And maybe who knows one day. We'll get Bobby <laughs> playing, <laughs> although he's clearly being, you're clearly being facetious, right? You're being, you're being, uh, um, you're already presuming you're not going to like it. You're, you're already like, nah, 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 there's a certain level of geekiness, you know? What will they think of me if I do it, right? Oh, no, no. I, I mean, I'm a wrestling fan. I already don't care what people think of me. <laughs> wrestling is cool again, apparently. Yeah, well... We, we've definitely got some uh, Purpose fans who uh, had gone off wrestling since they were kids who are now back in and Purpose is their thing and loving it, so that's good to hear. What can I say? What can I say? Besides, I'm really good at my job, Bobby. So, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, that's going to have to be a, watch me. I'm going to, that's going to be a t-shirt one day. I'm going to get that sentence over and that's going to yeah, be a t-shirt one day. I've heard you say that so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's true, you know, I only speak the truth and I'm really good at my job. Um, <laughs> I, in fact, my job, in your job in a way, led us both to Wales uh, two weeks ago. Uh, yes. We were both there for the debut of Creation Pro, for another debut, my debut in Wales. It was the second show of Creator, Creation Pro Wrestling. This show is going to be on uh, uh, YouTube on Sunday, I believe. So it's in yeah. like, this Sunday. And uh, Bobby was there. How was like your experience of uh, actually like being part of uh, uh, you were doing uh, a job very similar to the one you were doing at Purpose? Tell us about your entire day going there and being involved in another wrestling show and your expectations you had going there compared to how things actually were. Were you scared? Huh? 
No, no. Well, I've done sound a million times at stand-up comedy and music sound. Music's obviously a lot harder. So went up with the ring, uh, the promoter. Do we say who the promoter is? It's Billy, Billy Hayes. <laughs> yeah, it's public. I'm pretty sure it's like everyone knows it's public. Billy Hayes, I was talking to him, asked if he needed any more help, but he said uh, at the first show, sound was a bit higgledy-piggledy. No one really knew what they were doing. No one had time for it. And I thought, well... This is what I do a purpose. Do you want me to come? He's like, yes. So I hopped in the van with uh, Ollie Peace and Mark True. Good, good journey across. Set up some sound for a good old wrestling show. Uh, nice venue. The sound worked quite well in there. Um, nice space. Uh, yeah. That is- Bobby, it's okay for you to say you're really good at your job. You don't have to beat around the bush. <laughs> all right? Yeah, okay. I mean... I mean, the sound the sound was fucking spot on, considering the, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I bit, like, had to position speakers myself and find a good place for them. Uh, it, it came out well. It came out very well. <laughs> good. Well done. Here, a pat on the back. Uh, but, yeah, my first working, my first show, aside from photography, which is a bit different, uh, anything other than purpose, but it was a good experience, good people. I knew some people. I didn't know some others. So it was nice to meet some new people in the uh, the circle. Um, but a few familiar faces were there, Billy Hayes specifically. So you know, had had someone good to work with, someone to bounce off that would. Uh, you and Billy like- really connect. They had so much in common. Uh, there's there's like your geekinesses are similar. You were both from South London. You grew up there, right? It's just like you guys just like click a lot, and uh, yeah, yeah you're welcome. A- He's a very good lad. I like him a lot. The scene in Wales is also thriving. Like you've got to see a lot of a lot of people there from from Wales and from the scene there, and more wrestlers that you got to see live that maybe you haven't seen before. Yes, it was so good. Really fun show. Um, yeah, Billy's doing a great job there, and I really appreciate everyone that came down to to see. Uh, I was in a really wacky match. <laughs> it was a, a jumpers <laughs> for ring posts match. Uh, yes, it does sound like jumper form for what's the, goalposts. Jumpers for goalposts. Uh, it's the same concept, kinda. Uh, we all went out there. I went out there with a song. You asked me uh, on the day if I knew what the song that. Uh, the the non-captains came out to which was match of the day the reason why i knew that was the song is because i was told and i know what match of the day is. <laughs> i never actually heard the song before right and uh, it is ridiculous like, I, I wasn't expecting to listen to the 1992 version of match of the day song but here we are they haven't changed it um they tried to change it about 10 years ago and everyone went mental so i just had to go back what a, <laughs> that is surprising i i am not <laughs> expecting at all that this country, especially when it comes to football, you change something that is completely irrelevant to make it better, you know, to make it fashionable. And people go, no, I want my football the way it was before. Back in my got- day, we could get drunk before the games and we would fight. Anyways, I'm not, I'm not, in, uh, <laughs> I am not, um, what's the word, uh, like imposing one of these over the other. I'm not doing that. There's no correlation here, right? Uh, it was just, I mean, funny to, just funny to project things like that but I am so surprised that the country decided to really not like a change <laughs> ah, yeah, what a ah, what a surprise <laughs> movie. 
it didn't it yeah. didn't fit the rest of the aesthetics of the show you know it's just like trying to make something cool and it did because of the concept obviously right and everyone knows the song it's a pop culture thing uh and i got nothing it sounds like i'm like i got something against the song i got nothing against the song right like i'm fine right it was it was funny um and uh, then captains michael oak and brendan white picked their teams i was the first to be picked because i'm portuguese which is a little bit xenophobic you know, like, oh, Cristiano Ronaldo is Portuguese. That means that all Portuguese people play football well. You know, I, fine. Like, he got me picked. Uh, sure. Uh, as a... I would be a first, first draft pick anyways, you know. First round pick. And uh, then the teams were picked. And uh, uh, the odd one out... Um, men like Bino was the referee because that's apparently what happens when you have an odd one out uh, when you're playing football with uh, jumpers for ring posts. And he didn't want to... It was a very impartial referee. He didn't want to count the pin, so we made him! We he made him! We made him count the pin. He was forced to do it. And we won, justifiably. Uh, it would, was like an insane match. Um, and uh, I had the very nice opportunity of like... Uh, bullying Sapphire Reed, which sounds like something that I'll be doing a lot in the future, and uh, I appreciated it. You know, I hope her uh, her eyes are better now, and her back is still stinging from the chop I gave her. I think I was gonna say she was the other first round pick, wasn't she? So you know, you've think, done something right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, it was a very fun match. So people who are interested end up being Michael Loku, Sapphire Reed, Mark Drew, and Splits McPins. Who, <laughs> Splits McPins, who I had one of my first matches here in this country years ago uh, at a tryout at a company who's... We're not going to mention it, apparently? I don't know. IPWK, I don't care. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't care uh about the the name of the the companies i obviously care about what happened to people running them um and uh and what happened with people running them and um their opponents were my team brendan white myself ollie peace and von vertigo right who had an insane swanton straight into a super kick uh there's a highlight oh. videos already out on uh, on creation and you love that match bobby didn't you confess I love every match on that show, but I, the concept the concept of the jumpers for goalposts, the jumpers for ring post match, warms my heart as a kid who used to play football and do team picking. And uh, it was a great concept. And I know you, you lot all went out there not really knowing what was going on, but I, and I had Billy Hayes next to me at the sound desk, both of us cracking up first and then just enjoying the match second. I love everyone's kind of disregard for each other. It's like, well, we're not really teammates, so I'm just going to crash land on all of you. <laughs> and then Ollie Pease poking his own teammates in the eye. That was a bit, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he wasn't sure who was playing on his team. Maybe we should do that thing where, like, half of us had a T-shirt and half of us didn't. Skins skins and T-shirts, yeah. Yes, skins right? Just do something like that? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that one, what am I complaining about? It was great. Have you ever seen a balcony dive in a wrestling show, Bobby? Not live and not until a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> mm. uh, that, Nico that Angelo, Connor Mills, and Lee Hunter. Uh, so it was, it was Nico doing. No wait, was it Nico doing a double Spanish fly on? It was yes on Lee so, and Mills. Okay, yeah. Lee and Mills were fighting. It looked like Mills was going to throw Lee Hunter over the top. Then Nico, who had been a bit bit beaten up down in the main area. 
decided he was having none of it, followed him up. He got himself in position. That double Spanish fly was insane. It was insane. It was in, that's the word. It was indeed insane. And uh, he ended up winning once again the main event of uh, Creation Pro. Super fun show. Very fun experience. Long day, but it's like, it's it's the kind of day that it's like, it's the point of wrestling. It's what we do, right? The traveling, the getting into town, getting to wrestling in front of the crowds there. Uh, really cool. You should definitely check out Creation. Um, tell me, like, what stood out for you that you liked and didn't? That's very simple. Yep. Right. You know what? Top, <laughs> top to Go. bottom, it was a really good card. I have to give Billy and uh, yeah, give me. I can't remember the other booker's name, but the pair of them put on a great show. Um, that that Spanish fly. I left the sound desk and I had the ring bell. If that match ended, I had to. I'd have had to run back to that desk, but I was not missing that Spanish fly. Um, and then, like trying to even. So you had Rio and Elijah. Elijah, great match. We also we've obviously had Elijah a purpose, great stuff. Member of Northwest Strong, they just beat the crap out of each other. Great, great we match. Need a special mention for uh, Nino Bryan versus Robbie X. Oh, oh man, Nino's so good, and it's gonna be great to see him like really develop in uh, this year and really like starting to to really climb the big ladders. Right, figuratively, maybe literally, who knows? And I mean, getting more and more spotlight on him. He's having a hell of a, a run now. The the Michael Oku match, the OGMO match, uh, at purpose is out on YouTube. If you haven't checked it already, it would be great for you guys to, to have a look. This match with Creation with the with Robbie X is going to come out pretty soon. Uh, Nino's the man, and I can't wait to beat him up on that. <laughs> uh, well, if you can catch him, I'll uh, give you a good shot. <laughs> I can catch Nino Brian. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah the trick the trick is to hit him before and just like rock him so hard that he like doesn't know it is not as fast loses a step because his balance is a little bit off or something like that there's one that what you know brian everyone is beatable everyone is beatable you just have to figure out how is that where the ojmo went wrong off the bat he tried to go straight for the half grab and Nino wriggled out uh, you're telling me that the OJMO put his ego in front of his own strategy and did not devise a better strategy to defeat Nino? Yes, yes. <laughs> He's saying that the OJMO underestimated Nino and uh, was kind of panicking with the fact that Destination Everywhere were not ringside? Yes, that's what I'm saying. What, I, what I'm saying, actually, is go and watch it because it was insane. It was insane. Great. Link and, then, and then on Sunday, go watch Creation. <laughs> yes, I'll leave a link for the that match we're talking about with Nino and uh, the OGMO on the, the notes of this podcast for you guys to go and check it out. And uh, yeah, check out Creation as well. I'm looking forward to coming back. They haven't announced the next date yet, but super fun, super fun. And then, so yeah, last week, I don't even remember what happened last week. That we'd, I was tired. I was very tired, right? That's what happened. It was, like, it was a Monday, I was a little zombie, and I couldn't do the, uh, the show. Oh, because it was after Creation. We were both very tired we couldn't figure out a way to 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 just come here on the podcast and do the podcast here but yesterday uh i went to sheffield and ref pro was in sheffield with an incredible car oh there's a uh, there's biscuit we just see like <laughs> on camera we just see like a little chin a little chin coming in on camera and uh there's biscuit look at him and uh, uh, yesterday I went to Sheffield. Uh, Ref Pro had a show in Sheffield in a new venue that they haven't run before. It was a great venue. And they knocked it on a park. Incredible show. Really, really, really good show. Um, and I'm looking forward to wrestling that venue uh, 
one day as well. Who was on the So the card was see if I can remember remember it properly. Sunshine Machine against Pure Beef, Will Cruz and um um he's gonna kill me. Uh Blake, Powerhouse Blake. Uh, really fun match like it's the, the two huge powerhouses against like the best team in the country maybe Sunshine Machine um, there Biscuit's gone yeah go, go off you go off you go I'll talk about this he's gone <laughs> gonna probably open the door for the cat um, yeah like super intense match and like really fun going uh, afterwards uh, it was Connor Mills versus Yota Suji Connor is having oh. a run of great singles matches and this is another one, really finding his um, his step there. Um, and Suji's great. I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, Yota Suji. I had a chance to interact with him a little bit on um, in the ring. I should uh, I should put some clips of that out so people can see it because it's really it's a really fun match there. Afterwards, uh, because uh, Rhea Riley wasn't available to be on the show, uh, it was Alex Winter against the debuting Maya Matthews, a student from a Portsmouth School of Wrestling. Uh, who was having her first match there against the best, definitely the best women's wrestler in the country, like maybe the best one wrestler in the country, period. Um, great debut. She did so well. And uh, and Alex Winter is, is like another level. Um, the OGMO, sorry, I'm, I apologize. Michael Oku versus uh, Shota Umino. God, that match was great. It really was. Um, there, that that's it. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Let's go watch it when it comes out. Uh, I can't wait. And second half was I'm missing one match. Um, so was Lee and Robbie X to open the second half? I think I believe so. And oh, there's a there's a ridiculous ah. Oh. They're so good. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking about them. I was like, what am I going to say here in this podcast? They're going to make you laugh. Just people like, this isn't a wrestling review podcast. Just go watch the shows when they come out. Because like, it really it really was an incredible show for, for Ref Pro there. Um, I'm missing one match. The main event was Dan Maloney and RKJ in a disqualification match. Um, what match am I missing? I could just check, you know. But all of these matches so far, right? What are you most fearing, feeling the FOMO for? Oh, Mills and Oku, their two singles matches. Mm. Those two, I don't think I've ever seen a match where neither, like they've, just every match they have is great, both of them. Mm. And to see them kind of face off against opponents, I've not seen them fight before, either of them. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And I love Sunshine Machine. So You are a big fan of Sunshine Machine, aren't you? Oh, oh yes. Best, the best theme song in British wrestling. <laughs> uh, here we go again. Here we go again. Always got, don't do it. Are you going to put it on everyone's <laughs> minds? Don't do it. I've just got to say it just once. No. 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 He's TK member. Sunshine. No, I'm going to speak over you. No. <laughs> no. 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 Plus, Chuck. Chuck has amazing taste in music, so you know I can't, I can't let a fellow Skins fan uh, not get his props. Matt Kurt and Dan McGee versus Lucas Jim was the other match where Matt Kurt was still injured was there, but Dan McGee basically was beaten up the entire match. So <laughs> you know that happened. Uh, and Kurt just trolled on the apron, I assume. Uh, he screeched at one point when uh, someone was coming for him to attack him. <laughs> a, tur a turtle into a ball in the apron and. Uh, 
yeah that happened uh <laughs> i hope he's getting better soon because uh, i've got uh i got some messages from people who uh have some business to uh to deal with with Matt Kurt, you know. Um, but yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, go ahead. I say those messages come from somewhere in the Midlands, didn't they? That, let's let's move on. <laughs> uh, let's not. <laughs> we don't we don't go public with negotiations uh, and uh, it's conversations that need to happen in private. Um, it's yeah, like a longer drive than usual, maybe for the majority of the Ref Pro shows that I'm used to go. Right, especially having in mind that one of them is twenty minutes away, which is going to be this week um but like uh, yeah, yeah it was like for a show like that it's more than worth it and uh, and there's this really tremendous place in front of the venue like this bowling aisle with with arcade games and stuff like that who i couldn't uh we couldn't stay uh yesterday but i really want to arrange to stay and just like st spend an evening of just like playing some bowling and playing some games and whatever because it was really cool and I, that's what I have the ma major FOMO for, is for the fact that I didn't stick around to play hair hockey, which, by the way, is the my favorite like arcade game is hair hockey, and uh, and just do some bowling and stuff. It was, it was like, yeah, that was really cool. That was a really cool place. I need to know the name of it. Uh, Pin Seven, something like that. Do you want me to make you say you can't speak this language because you got one thing wrong there? What did I say? You said bowling aisle. It's a bowling alley. <laughs> bowling. Maybe it's a bowling aisle. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You wasn't there. Maybe it's a bowling aisle. Bowling I I am googling bowling aisle as I as I speak. All right, A I L S E or however you type it. Sheffield. Uh, <laughs> you don't know. It was it was on the outside. All right. It was just a lane seven. Lane seven. Okay. It's like it's it's a little out <laughs> outdoors, right? With one person that's on the other side, like just putting the pins back on. You know. You play a game at a time. It was really cool. No, it's not. It was super fun. We should go bowling I, sometimes. I was about to say, I never want to go bowling with you because I know how competitive you are. No, I'm, I'm actually like, it is what it is. <laughs> I am, I am. I Yes, I'm very competitive, sure. But at the end of the day, you know, you're not going to cry over spilled uh, bowling pins. <laughs> so you just try to do your best. I'll get, the last time I went bowling, I was really frustrated because like, there was no balls... <laughs> Gonna, <laughs> this is gonna uh i'm gonna say it and uh this is gonna be horrible <laughs> there were no balls for my hand size <laughs> so and this is gonna this is gonna be a rabbit hole that i'm about to go in so the holes for my fingers were either too close and too small or too far away and too large <laughs> And, Very much and, like and innuendos <laughs> and uh so uh I, I i couldn't win because of that you know there was like and then i looked around in like the lanes next to me and there was no there was no accurate balancing of balls right like there was no good balls it was horrible for me or for anyone around except kids right kids had like the small and extra small balls they could just like ball all they want but for you're either like a giant or a kid, you were having a great time. Everyone else was throwing horribly. I consider <laughs> getting that, like, you know that thing that assists you in the throw? Right? Oh, I consider yeah. getting that and using right. that because that would be better. I would have more fun playing like that than I did not being able to actual bowl properly. And these are Yeah, I would definitely beat you. 
<laughs> I'm horrible at bowling, so you probably would. You're horrible at a, a lot of things. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> I don't know what that meant, but here we are. Um, so, it's been a, a fun couple I'm of weeks. Think, I'm essentially suggesting I want to start fucking stuff up. <laughs> I got a question for you before, before I uh, do my plugs. Mm-hmm. What was better, Creation Pro or Purpose? I'm probably biased. Just putting you on a spot. I'm probably biased, but but I, the, the crowd didn't react. Like, creation was amazing, but no, I've not seen an indie crowd react the way they did to Nino and the OJMO in a, ever, maybe? But in a long time, at least. I've never seen people hug in the front row over the result of a wrestling match. I hadn't finished uh, editing the show at the time that we did the last podcast and uh, it's a very it's a really nice watch i know like it sounds like i'm about to go into bugs and whatever but like if you're so inclined join our patreon because you will that show is very worth the 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 support price and it's nothing right it's like 3.99 uh you're supporting and helping the cause and you're getting like a great show all the matches are going to go on youtube anyways so you'll be able to see it sooner or later but it's like yeah it very likely the best purpose show that we've ever done and uh and it's a great like two hour show watch oh, you know yeah together so so yeah start, start to finish start to finish that is the best show we've done but there's no yeah there's there's like others have we've we've put on some great shows but that there's something about that show it's like everything came together beautifully everything the, the crowd were amazing. The the performers were amazing. Everything was just amazing. <laughs> amazing. Uh, quickly, here's where you guys can see me in May, both contending and wrestling this weekend. The 2-9 on Sunday, Ref Pro, uh, first Sunday of every month is when Ref Pro runs the 2-9, and I will be there contending, maybe wrestling, who knows? We'll find out all together on Twitter throughout the week and uh afterwards it's going to be a nice month as well uh of your call on the 22nd of may uh almost sold out so if you guys want to get your tickets you get your tickets now before they go because that or your call is going to be an incredible show great atmosphere a lot of people there so it's going to be definitely very worth it weekend after we have uh ukpw falconwood i think they haven't announced it yet so apologies if i'm kind of like Ruining the surprise, but it's going to happen then. And Refro and Stevenage on the same day. Refro and St. Neots the day after. And then in June, we have the return to the 229. And Purpose Wrestling on the 10th of June. David Francisco versus Jordan Brakes will happen. And as well, Nino Bryant versus Connor Mills will happen. And more stuff that will interest you will happen, including Loser Musts' band. JJ Lynch and Rex Armstrong versus the East City Sovereigns. Jordan Saeed and RJ Singh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's Jordan. Uh, yeah, Jordan took it maybe a step too far last time. So I'm really interested to watch JJ smash him in the face. I'm sure you are, Bobby, because you're a sadistic <laughs> freak. I'm sure. Hey, hey, hey. Sometimes people just need to get what's coming to them. All right. <laughs> Is that a hint? No, no. No, well. No, no, no. <laughs> Thanks for keeping me company for the podcast, Bobby. I appreciate it. No worries. 
You're welcome. Uh, see you next time. You're welcome. Thanks very much for everyone for listening to the podcast. I'll be back here next week. All the information that is relevant is in the notes on of the podcast. Check it out, and I'll talk to you next time. Cool? Cool. Follow me, B Davies underscore creative. Shut up. Was- now, <laughs> now, you had your time. <laughs>